such as now when he looked at the bat. He was familiar, but Rovana couldn't place him. Stren sat on the plaid, misshapen couch and set his medical bag beside him, then his hat atop the bag. From a breast pocket of his suit coat, Stren brought a trim black notebook and a shiny black pen, which he uncapped and readied. Rovana sat across from the sofa in a white resin lawn chair. There was an oddly low coffee table between the two men, littered with fast food wrappers and a half-full plastic gallon bottle of vodka. How have you been? The doctor's voice was resonant in the small room. I'm taking the meds. I'm on full disability. I eat well enough. I stay home, mostly. I walk around the neighborhood for exercise. With the bat? I always have the bat. It's not as good as a gun, but it's something for protection. Stren nodded and wrote something down. Tramadol and Zoloft? They're in the bathroom if you want to see. Please do bring them out. In the bathroom, Rovana grabbed the two bottles in one hand and brought them back to the doctor and dropped them with a rattle onto the doctor's lap. Stren lifted them one at a time, positioned the labels, and wrote in his notebook. How much alcohol do you drink? Two vodkas per day. Maximum. It's not a problem. Stren looked intently at the vodka, then at Rovana. Voices? he asked. Rovana suddenly felt angry and ashamed. These emotions could hit fast, and they almost always arrived together. The anger felt like a mug of scalding black ink upended inside his brain pan. The shame just made him want to become very small. No. Dr. Webb at Naval said you were hearing voices from radios, addressing you and you only. When the radios were turned off. I don't have radios anymore. Dr. Webb said you considered these voices to be your friends. So that is what I am asking about. Voices speaking only to you. Friends, as you called them. Rovana took a deep breath and exhaled slowly. I got rid of them. I took the radios to the Salvation Army. All of them. Look around. But Stren only let his gaze wander Rovana's face. Or did you put them somewhere you could easily get to? Say, in the garage, or in the tool shed out back? I did not. May I look? Fuck yourself. Okay, so they're in the shed. I locked them in there so I wouldn't have to hear them. Maybe you should take them away, too. Let's move on. Ruvana felt his anger steal away, then circle back. You say you work for the court? Where's your ID? Stren reached into his jacket pocket and removed an envelope with a county seal on it. Ruvana took and opened it.
Inside was a sheet of San Diego Superior Court letterhead stating that the undersigned was in the employ of the court, and as such would be granted all rights and courtesies due an officer of said court. The seal on the sheet was embossed. At the bottom were the scrawled signature of Honorable Betsy Lambeth and the neatly composed signature of Dr. Todd Strand. You can't be a real doctor with a signature like that, said Rovana. His anger was abandoning him. He handed the envelope and letter to Stren, who slipped them back into his pocket. Why would Dr. Webb tell you those personal things about me? It's my job to recommend whether you get your guns back or not. I'm the consulting psychiatrist. Dr. Webb and I work together and share medical information. He's a big fan of yours, Lonnie. He believes in you.